Hopefully you ready? No. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm holding coffee today. That's all right. <laughs> and a really good morning to you, John. Yes, it is. Well, I, I don't know how good it is, actually. It's I'm, a little rough I, I might have lied a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> our, <laughs> this is our first remote podcast. Yeah, and, yeah. And we're in Antelope Camp with our buddy Mike Tussie from Nomad Camo. Yeah, great to be here, man. Wow. Yeah, so glad to awesome. Last night was fun. <laughs> it, it was fun, yes. <laughs> Almost too much fun, maybe. <laughs> Everybody showed up to camp last night that's coming here, and, and uh, a couple of us, few of us have been here for a couple days, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a good reunion, I guess. Yeah, it, good that's kind of what it seemed yeah. like. Huh? We look forward to this hunt. This is our favorite hunt every year yeah. it's just so laid back and relaxed yeah. and and uh we just have a great time with it and yeah. we don't take it too serious yeah. obviously <laughs> mike found out the hard way last night <laughs> no man it's awesome i mean that's the, the, one of the best things about hunting though is meeting people going to different camps experiencing that and, and i was telling ponce yesterday you know fantastic hunt i had but after it's over it's anticlimactic yeah you know right. it's there okay it, you you're on a high then you kind of come down because it's over right yeah. but you know the experience too of coming back to camp and being around all new people and having that fun that's part of it that brings you back up and you know and it really does. part of the experience and having a great time yep yep i agree with you we talk about i mean we the, to us this part the camp just getting hang out because we don't all hunt together this is the only hunt all yeah. of us do together yeah. every year most of in fact well Daryl and I both hunt by ourselves most of the time, and so even a lot this of times kinda, antelope camp, I come true. out early just because my schedule or whatever. I kind of right. fit it in when I can. So there's a lot of times where I can't make it out to the group. Although it it's fun because even though you, you get together at night, you eat together and just camaraderie and all that. Yeah. But yet when you go hunting, we kind of go our separate ways, you exactly. know. And, and but. Unless you're filming somebody or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know. I was fortunate enough my son Jack got to come back from Wyoming this year's first time we've hunted together in six years. So. Yeah, and he had a rough hunt. Yeah, he did. I think it was <laughs> eighteen minutes. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking, Oh, we're gonna have so many antelope you know, if we are successful. Yeah. We're gonna have so many antelope to uh videos this year, like I'm just gonna roll one after another. Yeah. I'm gonna have to make like one video because everybody hunt everybody's hunt's been like five, six minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great year for, for yeah. antelope so far. Yeah. I'm still Oh, I'm shoot. We're more than half tagged out, right? Yeah. Well, I think we're right at half. No. See, you No. You, you, got Scott, four, I don't know. you got four people left that have to. Is there four? four? And we've yeah. shot four so far. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Chris. Yeah, you. Yeah. That's right. You. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing a podcast instead of hunting right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't blame <laughs> it on the podcast. The, yeah, exactly. yeah. the only guy. Somebody woke up late. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know why that was, actually. <laughs> I, I woke up at 5.50 thinking, all right, I'll get all breakfast burritos. My, my wife made some breakfast burritos ahead of time. And... Uh, and it was crickets. Oh, yeah. He's asking me, you, you think you're going to get up? I said, there ain't nobody getting up. I said, <laughs> I said, I said it for six and woke up two minutes before six and I still didn't hear anybody. It wasn't until the coyotes yipped yep. that Frank, I think, that, I he could must hear have heard snoring them. still. I don't know who it, it was. It might have been me. Uh -huh. Frank woke me up. He's like, John, 615. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> I got a podcast. I can't go. That's, that was my excuse. Yeah. <laughs> That works. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, but so 
Mike came out here, you know, our relationship with Nomad and partnership, we really appreciate very much everything you guys have done uh, for us. And and this is the first time we got to physically meet. Yes. But we've, we've been with them this going on our third year now mm -hmm. and and uh, really loving all the gear that you guys are putting out and, um, you know, all the whatever we can help with you know we've really enjoyed doing that type yeah of no thing. it's been a great partnership you know it's it's nice to be able to call people and say hey man i need a photo shoot i need this done for this piece of camouflage and you guys are on it like that and i call john i say hey i need a little video or something and bam it gets done just like that 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 is it's awesome to have people like that and i thank you all very much for that and for the invite to come out here and antelope hunt my first antelope hunt i got to do uh you know doing it with you guys it's it's, it's awesome to get that you know experience done and uh the hunt itself was fantastic you know and Ponch kept telling me oh we're gonna be done the first day and i'm going knock on wood son come on man right. you know, you're gonna jinx me right here you know uh -huh. i know, I know how this goes you know every time somebody tells you that and then you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and third day you're hoping something comes you know but it beat all expectations you know we sit there this you know first thing daylight you're watching in the distance we're probably watching 12 13 different antelope then all of a sudden uh somebody had to go run out the back door for a little experience <laughs> and then he comes back it's and like 30 experience. seconds later i mean he looks out the back window and oh here they come here they come get ready so i don't know how they didn't see him so right? <laughs> or smell it <laughs> but you know the first thing that came in there's 13 you know does and yearlings come popping in there and they're sitting there drinking right in front of us some of them are at nine yards right in front of the blind and you know and great and then all of a sudden he says oh here comes a buck first time for me i mean i'm gonna shoot something that's respectable right and i got to shoot one just a little bit short of pope and young but uh the shot he came in there and i'm debating on it you know the punch is going well whatever you want to do and he's at 14 yards first thing he called out and then next thing he turned a little bit closer and he got broadside and i'm like are you ready <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was just that tempting right. you know, like, that's okay. the thing it's 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 hard to pass up yeah it'd be one thing if he's a little deep but yeah. you know like i said it's very respectable buck and now you got now that you got it under your belt yeah. you got that part done come back next year and i'll be back and and uh <laughs> and for sure we can say nope no i'll, I'll hold you back next yeah. year yeah. So. you know and it was he came in there and, and you know i asked him if he, you're on him and i touched the trigger off on this release and and cranked him i mean he, was, he dropped he right there we got video of him dropping right there in his tracks and at first i thought i'd spine shot him you know because i thought well maybe i'm high you know at whatever 14 yards 12 yards and look back and it wasn't go out there and arrow stuck below the white line on him yeah and i guess it it, it was such a you know big angle it ran right up and it must have just hit the spine on the neck or something because yeah. you know, he dropped right yeah, there. his front end was dropped yeah, just a little bit because he, he was drinking, drinking too yeah, so, yeah. so he was leaning down yeah. and i think that angle just got him and but no tracking job on that no, one. no. Not. <laughs> we both were like okay was he in the was he in the water i didn't even look. yeah 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 he, yeah, he, he drinking. was drinking yeah, he, he was drinking when down he drinking shot. When yeah. I shot him, so. he actually fell on there was a little tiny dry spot yeah. right in the middle oh, that's where he actually fell yeah, yeah that's cool yeah. yeah it was awesome i mean i told him i says you know most of the time you know they're just there you know all of a sudden you not seeing anything and you can see for a pretty good distance and then all of a sudden you see a head or ears yeah. or horns and and that's the way it was i was kind of leaning 
uh, leaning back, looking all around, and then uh, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I mean, they were they were close. They were probably 50 yards when I mm-hmm. coming in, and mm-hmm. they were coming in pretty hot. They came in pretty hot when yeah. they did. They yeah. were... Quick hunt. I mean, we were there in the blind two hours. You know, that was it. Right. And got it done, you know, and then we're taking pictures and getting out, and here comes another big buck. You know, he's standing, he's wanting to come into the water while we're getting pictures and everything. So, yeah, it, it was great. That might even been the buck Jack shot, you know, because yeah. he, was, he was a pretty good one. He was coming in. Yeah. So, yeah. My hunt didn't, you know, last as long as Jack's, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, for the first time antelope hunt, great experience. Thank you guys again for doing it. And thank I loved you. It and we always think, you know, John and I are like, gosh. We don't feel like we do enough and, and right. but you know right. like you and i were talking a little more that there's some guys they just they they kind of reap the rewards but really don't do a lot and yeah. we you know we'll always do whatever we can you know and and but we really appreciate everything yeah no it's it's great having you guys and you know running the pro staff and you know dealing my, my which that job, yeah what is your job, my job for title is community manager so what i deal with is that the tv shows our personalities, our pro staff, uh, take out all media relations on hunts and all that. So I've got a fantastic job. Yeah, I, mean, I really do. I taught school for 30 years, retired from teaching. And the way I got into Nomad was, is one of my best friends, Jason Hart, he worked at Under Armour. Jason and four of his other colleagues at Under Armour left Under Armour and started hook fishing at Nomad Outdoors. Oh, okay. It's all under the umbrella of Marilina. Why Marilina? Because Two of them were from Maryland, and two of them were from South Carolina. Oh, so they came up with the name that's for Marilina. Okay. Hook fishing has just blown up. Yeah, absolutely yeah. blown up. Every, yeah. Everywhere. You see yeah. it everywhere. I mean, it is yeah. crazy what Hook has done. And it's H-U-K, Hook. Hook, not Huck. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Might, I might be guilty of calling it Huck for a long time. Well, I, you know, I, did, I, never, I guess I never really pronounced it, but if somebody had said, what's that called, that's what I initially yeah. Said till we till we got involved with yeah. uh, you know Nomad or Marilina, then it's like you know I heard hook them, yeah. but I you know even their gear I know like these shorts are kind of part of what they're doing the Nomad shorts and man yeah. I absolutely love well, these things. You, yesterday morning me and you well right here's a pair of the shorts he's got on mm-hmm. right now and that's what we hunted in yeah because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know it was supposed to be 101 yesterday so we hunted in shorts and, a, and in our t-shirts Nomad t-shirts and right. it worked out good <laughs> yeah it was it was warm yesterday yesterday morning it, it's sure. a little different uh hoping for hot weather to hunt isn't it isn't that weird it's yeah, a, like it's against the I whole mean, mindset yeah it is you know i'm in florida so i work remotely our offices are in charleston south carolina but i work from home and you know i'm hunting all the time in florida especially because you're an outfitter yeah, as well, i also right? have an outfitting business called Osfield outdoors i've had it for 22 years running it in florida you know do hog hunts gator hunts uh, and a lot of turkey hunts yeah know, pretty much known for you know my turkey hunts down there. yeah but uh in the springtime down there i just dread sitting in a blind and turkey hunting because i mean when it's 95 <laughs> yeah. degrees heat and 100 percent humidity right you know, I've been known to strip the camouflage off, sit down in my underwear because it is just. What do your clients say hot. when you do that? They just look at me. <laughs> you know, 
but it's hot, you know, and that's what I was afraid of here yesterday. It was just going to be so miserable hot yeah. that, you know, you don't enjoy it when it gets that hot. Yeah. But like you're saying, that's the, what you want to, to drive the antelope to the water hole. Right? Yeah. You right. know, they want to drink when right. it's that hot. So As you can see, spotting and stalking in this terrain out here would be Oh yeah, you know it'd be challenging. Just yeah. it, there's been so many fires out here over the years, just just never really got a chance to grow. John's been out here for a lot more years than I have, and mm. and was there ever a time where it was just tons of sagebrush it was out all, here? This was all sagebrush, like you really? couldn't see the ground. It was just, and it was you know, some of it was fairly short, uh, you know, mid shin. But a lot of it was over your you know little knee thigh high or whatever. You could stalk everywhere. That, that 100 percent. Yeah. yeah. I never did. Yeah. But we could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for years, I mean, actually, the pop-up blind changed a lot. Of, it was kind of it, a game changer. But um, to build a blind, I mean, I've built my share of blinds. And back in the day when you could dig a little bit of a hole to help, you know, right. we did that. But the, the pop-up blinds is definitely a game changer for hunting uh, water holes. Right. And I think that was part of the reason why that I started to a little more. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, there's so many companies out there right now making these blinds. That there's so many good ones out yeah. there. And it's hard not to hunt out of them. You know, even turkey hunting and deer hunting out of them, you know, it's... It, it helps works. with the scent and it, it works. and what was that scent that you you gave me a bottle? You got yeah, to try a good friend smell. of mine, Mitchell Johnston, owns a company called Dead End Game Calls, and he mm -hmm. makes a scent, a cover scent, a scent elimination system that is just awesome. And I still haven't done it with you. We need to show you. Oh yeah. That take a uh, axe deodorant, scented axe deodorant. You know how strong that is. It's yeah. strong smelling. You can take that and put it on something, and then you spray that scent eliminator on it. You cannot smell the huh. axe. <laughs> and we sprayed down the blind yesterday. Yeah. We sprayed ourselves down, and we actually had the wind bad because the wind was at our back, blowing right to those animals. It was. Yeah. yeah. You know, it yeah, was blowing right to the water hole, and. You know, they looked at us a couple times, and that was it, and paid no attention to us, you know. And we had, at one time, you know, 14 sets of eyes right. in the water hole. Yeah. Yeah, they looked at us a couple times, but then, yeah. you know, they didn't. Yeah, but that cover scent's awesome, you know. And I, I left the bottle for you, and it's dead-end game calls cover scent. It's really good stuff. Yeah, we'll have to get in touch with them and get some more of that. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'll get you all in touch with Mitchell, and he's a really good guy. And, uh fantastic caller he's won world calling championship and with a mouth call i mean he'll go from calling a turkey in calling a coyote in to calling an elk in all with the same mouth call oh name. wow i mean just unbelievable do you compete at all no. for turkey? have you ever <laughs> no but you know i mean it is yeah. is like any other calling competitions a lot of times it's turkey probably is the closest you know, a turkey competition is probably as close as it is to what out in the woods. But like elk calling contests and duck calling contests, a lot of those, what they actually do to yeah. impress the judges is a lot different. Yeah. Would you agree, though, turkey, pretty much everything in turkey Yeah, I mean, contest? in a turkey calling contest, they're going to give you five, six different sets of calls to use. But it's stuff know, that actually you that use using, in the woods. Yeah, it's what you're yeah. using in the woods. I mean, you're going to get louder in the competition, just like you do in a duck calling competition, than you actually do in the field. Yeah. Um, I can call. I've killed... I don't know how many turkeys. I don't Probably know how many turkeys three, I've. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many I've called in for clients over the years, but uh, I'm not a competition caller. As long you as know. you get the. That's what it yeah. all boils down to. It's like it's for me even like shooting 3D competitively. 
for me, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I liked the competition mm -hmm. part, but in reality, it, it's to for my my shooting skills yeah. when I'm hunting. That's right. what it was. And, and when I'm even turkey hunting, calling to me is less. I don't want to call a lot. I right. call to get attention to let them know where I'm at. I can make a call to a turkey, and he'd be 200 yards away. And he knows exactly where right. I am. I cannot call one more time, and that turkey will walk within 20 yards of me and be looking, trying to figure out where I am. Which is what it, you want. Exactly. You want I don't want them to see where I'm at. I don't want to call them when they're coming in. And turkey hunters, new turkey hunters, make a lot of mistakes. They can see that turkey coming, and the excitement of a turkey hunt is to see and watch that bird gobble and strut. So here comes the bird. He's marching in, and next thing you know, you see somebody... Cut at him, you know. What's the turkey do? He stops, puts his head up, he gobbles, he stops, and he struts. Now he's gonna sit there and strut, show off. Uh, well, I call to him. He's coming. Yeah. Let him yeah. go. You know. There's no sense in calling at that point. You know. And I've not done a lot of elk hunting, and I want to get with you and do that. I've you know hunted elk three or four times with a gun, and I've only killed one. But I want to experience the archery, archery hunt yeah. and the calling yeah. of getting him in, like the like the turkey. You yeah, know? yeah. That's it's what I really very want to experience. similar. I, it is. I yes. think I haven't really. Turkey I'm just glad it, turkeys can't smell. Oh, right. dude, it'd be impossible. <laughs> it would be impossible. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, turkey hunting is my favorite. I've you know kind of grown up on it. When I grew up in Kentucky, <clears throat> I we didn't have turkeys and the first time I'd, I ever saw one I was actually grouse hunting and we had a flock that had been transplanted and put there in eastern Kentucky oh, wow. and it four or five turkeys jumped up and flew away and I was you know amazed by it and I got to Florida and started turkey hunting right away and I got in Florida and uh, started an outfitting business and been guiding turkey hunts ever since and, and how about going Kentucky? all over the country. Is Kentucky flourished with... Is, yeah, they, now it's fantastic. Yeah, is I it? go back home every year and hunt turkeys, and I love it, and uh, I've traveled in the country. I've hunted, oh, 27 different states now. Hawaii was one of my favorites, going there and turkey hunting. And you've shot how many slams, world slams? <sighs> world slams, I've shot six. Uh, which is a six subspecies? Six is a six subspecies. So you got your Grand Slam, which is your Rio, your Eastern, your Miriam. And your Osceola. You add your Goulds to it. It's a Royal. Now you got a Royal Slam, you add your Oscillated to it, then you got a World. Yeah. So I've killed about, oh, 11, I think, Royal Slams and about 23, I think, Grand Slams. Huh. You know, and I've done it with my bow also. So huh. I loved it bow hunting. Uh, I've done a lot of them in single seasons. Where really, that's done, cool. Yeah, so you go get all sub, all six subspecies in in a single season. Wow. Yeah. Last year, I was one short of getting a double. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, the last two seasons, I've been one short of getting a, a double. Uh, world slam. Yeah, world slam. Wow. I didn't get two uh, goulds the previous year, and then last year. I'm out hunting in Kentucky, and I blew my knee out. Went back to Florida, got a cortisone shot. Went to Montana, Wyoming, and South Dakota, feeling a little bit better. But then, man, it started just blew up on me. Started swelling up, and so I had to cancel my Goulds hunt at the end of the year, and oh. and had knee surgery. So, oh. so I've been hobbling around out here, still a little bit on it, but it feels better. But I'll be back at it again next year and trying to get my world slam again and nice yeah we need a turkey hunt together too. So yeah we need to do you that. want to come to florida we need to get that done and come down there and hunt with me in florida turkey hunting yeah. i got I, I need the osceola with my bow to mm -hmm. finish my slam yep. and then 
Yep. And, you know, and, and Nomad, the big thing for us is, I mean, I think we own the turkey hunting world. The Southeast is, is where our greatest power is, you know, in the clothing line. Mm -hmm. And we really need to expand out West in the Midwest. And for you guys, you know, and helping us there, I really appreciate it, you know, getting the name Nomad out here. Like, we had some guys come into camp last night that just were visiting, and they were camping, you know, away. They had no idea who Nomad was. You know, yeah. they hadn't heard it. You know, we're in, in Idaho, and there's a few stores here that carry it, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's not in every mom-and-pop store. Yeah. It's in some big, you know, box stores like Sportsman's Warehouse. But... Uh, you know, it's, we need to get the word out out west, and you guys doing podcasts and doing your videos on YouTube, and that that helps get the Nomad name out there and people visible with it. The clothing line is awesome. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I, was, I was just going to say it's 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 kind of a shame that it's not more known out here yeah. because the clothing is great, and and the price point the is price really point, good. Yes, okay. When and you, I think people sometimes think if it's not whatever you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars yeah. that it's not as good as the stuff that yeah it, but nowadays with with uh with the products or the type of material you're used and stuff there's yeah uh, you know when you when you compare apples to apples and you put a, a set of sitka down you put a set of kuyu down and you put a set of nomad down a lot of them are made you know in factories that are almost the same you know the materials are the same price points are a little different you know but the Nomad brand itself and the clothing is exceptional. Uh, you know, you lay it down there with those other ones and you start feeling it, and it's the same thing, man. Yeah. It's just, you know, and our price points are a lot better than what theirs are. You know, not knocking either one of those brands. They're both fantastic brands, but, you know, we're right there with them. Yeah, you know? and, oh, and totally they, they own yeah. the West. You know, I right. give them that, dude. They own the West, you know, and I've got a friend that works for Sitka, and... Tell you, man, you know, you kill us if you come down to Florida. I mean, you know, to the southeast, and you started blowing it out. You know, yeah. Sitka's they're they're there. They're our biggest competitor. But uh, right now, we own you know the east on the clothing line, and we you know, Mossy Oak is our specialty. You know, camouflage brand that we you know run mostly things of. We got some. Uh, Migrate pattern. I don't even have the hat on right now. But uh, the migrate pattern is an exclusive pattern that we have. Uh, it was actually supposed to be a waterfowl pattern that that came up. Yeah. You know, but it looks just like this territory right out here. Yeah. I mean, the colors are exactly the same as this, and that's what I brought out here to wear. And you know, it fits in good. Uh, I've worn it, you know, in Canada on waterfowl hunts. I'm actually going to take it on a moose hunt you oh. know, in Canada here in a couple of weeks because nice. the pattern itself is just really, really looks good. And I love how you guys come out with some solids too because solids yes. out west are pretty uh, that, popular. That and was the biggest thing. And you've yeah. got a pair of the solids what pants on right now, the pursuit pant. It comes in the moss and it also comes in a, a uh, tan color. Mm -hmm. We got a lighter pair that's called Stretch Light that is uh, in moss and tan. Mm -hmm. And then we have also what's called a krp pant that came out this year and it has got like a uh, kevlar front yeah i have some yeah oh you got that i, yeah. bought, so, I have them with me so actually. for upland hunting and walking through the sage brush, Shit, i actually bought shit. them yeah because i don't I, I wish i did more upland uh bird hunting but i but i do have piles of shed hunting mm -hmm. and they are going to be perfect for that seriously <laughs> that like they're going to be uh, is, when i saw those when i saw those on your website i was like oh I have to have a pair of those. Anyway, I haven't even got to wear them yet, but I brought them out here to to try out. But they're yeah. they're going to be awesome. No, you should you wear those out. in the blind today? 
No. <laughs> I'm wearing this in the blind today. Yeah. Don't even get to know Are you even going to change your shoes? I, are you going to wear your flips? I might wear my flip flops. So yeah. sure. <laughs> Jack, drag that over here so you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I usually take my shoes off when I'm in there anyway. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have time to yesterday, but. You guys didn't have time to do anything. No, we did not. Your but buggy was okay. parked. You didn't have time to move your buggy, did yes, you? I did not move the buggy. No, we passed you guys on the way here. and then I know. We got, as we're going into town yesterday. As soon as we got we, service. We, as soon as we got service, Jack killed. What? <laughs> I, mean, I, th I looked again at Jack, because I was thinking Frank, maybe, you know, because Frank was already yeah. sitting out here. When it said Jack, I'm like. Yeah, and we looked at the time. But yeah, it didn't like surprise an hour, me. Maybe an hour and 15 minutes that we just left you guys. You yeah, know, right. We already got one done, so. Right. This you area, guys must have woofed just really quick, put your stuff your gear here and took off well right? i set up yeah i mean i well we set up the bunk bed cots and stuff that that takes a little time and then then we drove just drove out there and had literally <laughs> just put the stuff in the blind and hadn't even you know moved the buggy and here they come we're like well let's see what happens you know see if it bugs them which not. goes to prove so much how you know like i know i've talked about people parking their vehicle by another water hole to deter the antelope from going there mm -hmm. but yet they still water right perfect example right there they exactly saw you and yeah whatever you know i'm thirsty well, and i do think it made a bit of a difference because they did hang up i don't know whatever sometimes they do that dude anyway. it was 18 minutes yeah. how long could they hang up right. that's true <laughs> it seemed like forever <laughs> only because we were worried the whole time i think about you know we're, we're screwed because of the buggy sitting there yeah like well let's see if it's gonna work or not yeah I there's mean, nothing you could do yeah and it's not like you didn't have several days to hunt anyway but exactly so i know that was it's a great story and, and pretty classic on on how it did work yeah, out right but yeah jack was waiting uh he wanted the whole experience too you know it was like kind of <laughs> anticlimactic for him as well he's like man i wanted to pass on some bucks and blah blah, blah how blah, many blah. hour drive was it nine hours for him how long did you drive uh well eight hours to idaho Two hours, years. Eight, yeah. eight hours and two, yeah. Yeah, so. I was in the air for like six hours, you know, flying <laughs> from Florida, then the three hours to Dallas, another three hours to here, and hunting for two hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like you, I wanted to see, you know, see a lot of, you know, yeah. antelope and maybe pass up a couple, but nah, it was too tempting since they're broadside, you know. <laughs> yeah, we could probably have a blind, you just go sit in and watch for a while. <laughs> nah, it's gonna be hot again today. <laughs> I know, that was kind of the thing too, that we were saying, we kind of knew what the weather was gonna yeah, be exactly. like. And, and I, I'm sure that didn't have nothing, yeah. nothing to make your mind up. That well, didn't have to do that, with that. I'm gonna be gone the month of September. I think I'll be home 10 days, so. I changed my flight yesterday to make it back home a day early to make my wife happy. So there you go. That's a good idea. Yeah, very and good. And then idea. you're off to where Canada? Uh, next, I go to Louisiana for a teal hunt. Uh, that's on the 12th, and then I go to Canada on a moose hunt, bow moose hunt. And and how long is your teal hunt? Uh, that'll be three days. Three days. Three days there, and I come back. I'm home for one day, and then I fly to fly to Canada. Darn. <laughs> Do you yeah. film most of that stuff or no? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's cool. A lot, most of it gets filmed or I'm with an outdoor writer, you know, okay, yeah. doing hunts like that. Or mm -hmm. I've got, uh, you know, some other shows that we do. Uh, another one's called Country Outdoors with Zach and Mary Phillips. They do a lot of stuff with us, they do a lot of digital stuff and social media things. And mm -hmm. we hunt with them a lot and do some things with them. And we've got a new adventure that we're going to think we're going to start with here in Nomad. We've really been talking with LSU University and Dr. Brett Collier. 
he has come up with a hunter program for college kids, introducing those kids to hunting. So he, they actually go through their hunter education course, and they go and they hunt. So they're going to hunt a lot of duck hunts. Dallas Safari Club is involved oh, now, wow. so they're going to go on deer hunts. We're involved in sending them clothing for Nomad. Benelli is involved in giving them guns, you know, to use and mm-hmm. shoot. So they're going to put about 100 kids through the program this year and introduce them to hunting, actually take them into the classroom and um, start, you know, dissecting ducks, learning all about the ducks, the deer, all hmm. the stuff in the classroom. That's so cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. Because yeah. so many of those kids, they've probably where they live never experienced anything like that yeah i mean that's the whole thing it's going to be it's a new hunter program so you know the kids that are involved in hunting they've already got their hunter education they've got their license they've got a dad they've got some brother some family member or a friend that takes them hunting most of these kids have no one they've never been you know had it lined up to where they could go hunting with anybody and uh Brett has set this program up. He started it last year, and we sent some clothes to him last year, and we're going to do it again this year. And it's a fantastic thing, and I'm really looking forward to going down yeah. and meeting these kids. And I've got uh, Country Outdoors is going to come down and film and do some stuff down there with us. And they're actually going to go in the classroom and film in the classroom and talk to the kids. Nice. And they do a podcast also, and they do, you know, they do on Mossy Oak Go and, and Outdoor Channel. And, and uh, I think that's going to be a really cool thing. And, and I would hope that other schools across the country, colleges across the country, maybe pick up on it and the outdoor industry itself get behind it to push those hunter numbers. Yeah. You know, it's the thing. Because we're losing. We're losing hunters. Unfortunately. Yeah, we're losing hunters. I mean, the anti-hunting campaigns are are out there. You know, the, the people that are against the Second Amendment are out there. So... Our way of life is, to me, I feel is threatened, you know, by all those programs and stuff. And the more people we can introduce to hunting ourselves, it it's going to help hunting and, you know, it helps conservation. Yeah. You know what we're out here doing with this herd of antelope, you know, it's a conservation effort. There yeah. is a ton of antelope out here, absolute yeah. ton. What predators do they have? Right. I mean, what, they got a few coyotes, coyotes out here. Yeah. I mean, you might have a big cat pass through every now and then. Oh, yeah, there's, there's cats out here for sure. Yeah, but, but not, not that many. Not much. Not many. Yeah, not yeah. a ton. So, you know, it's up to the hunters basically to control hunter po- you know, populations of the game. Right. And, you know, you see that with EHD and all these other things that are coming on to the deer. There's so many deer, and, you know, the, the diseases get passed on. And, you know, and that's overpopulation. Is, it's overpopulation. Yeah. It occurs on that. People and, don't realize that. They just think it's a disease. Right. But the, what it's, they don't understand is because the animals aren't, yeah, they're, they're not uh, managed yep. good enough. There's not enough that's being yep. harvested. And, and, you know, it's, it's like... Um, uh, people that think it's you know mean or whatever, cruel to kill an animal, an, an animal or deer, let's say, with a gun or a bow or whatever. But you think about how many are Dude. are suffering because they're overpopulated, get hit yeah. with cars and not killed right there. Yeah, they run off and then they suffer, yeah. you know, on the side of the road or whatever. Would you rather have, you know, something killed quick and humanely, exactly. or something that's got a broken leg and drags its legs off yeah. that you don't even didn't even know about you yeah. know and people don't get that yeah. another thing too you know with with the kids and everything um think about 
you know, us, we're seasoned. And, <laughs> <laughs> and think about what a life changer. Can you imagine not hunting? Yeah. No, well, know? I mean, honestly, that was me. I, My father, he didn't hunt. Uh, my grandfather hunted a little bit, and I can remember walking through the woods with him and, you know, going squirrel hunting with him, and that was about it. And I didn't get introduced to hunting until one of my best friends that I played baseball with in college and grew up with. And let's go hunt and go hunting. Finally bought a bow and went hunting with him, and I was addicted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and because of him, I feel like, you know, I'm where I am today because he really helped me, you know, yeah. get addicted to hunting in yeah. the outdoors. I love the outdoors, but I wasn't that big a hunter. And it, without somebody introducing you to it and, you know, saying, come along with us, that brings you into it and, you know, gets you excited about it. You know, and that's our new marketing campaign right now for Nomad. Come on, come on, join us. Let's all get into, you know, the outdoors. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. It's intimidating, like if you don't know what you're doing. It, it is. It's know. intimidating, you know. And and sometimes I'm still intimidated. I go to a gun store or something, and I'm looking at a gun I'm not familiar with. You know, you, you it's intimidating. Looking yeah, that's at some true. Of that stuff, you yeah, know? I'm the same way with the guns too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't shoot guns a whole lot. I love them, and I own yeah. a pile of them. But uh, to go to a store and yeah. it, it is intimidating. Yeah. To, you know, and and that's what it's important to have friendships in the outdoors. You know. To me now, you guys are lifelong friends. You're not business associates anymore. You know, that's out the door. Mm -hmm. You know, if I quit Nomad tomorrow or if I get fired by Nomad tomorrow, I'm still your guys' friends. Mm -hmm. You know, you're still invited to come to Florida and hunt with me or whatever. And, you know, hopefully we can hunt, you know, other experiences together. But I've experienced, you know, a lot of hunts, but I've experienced a lot more friendships, I think than hunts when it comes to the outdoors. Right? Yeah, and those last longer. Exactly. Those last... Yeah, those last longer than the memories of a kill. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So Although that, you'll that, be thinking about that, that antelope yeah, for that, a minute. Yeah, huh? the antelope kills at first <laughs> in my mind. You know, it'll fade away. But the experience of sitting around the campfire last night and listening <laughs> to people talk and have fun and, and doing the podcast and doing this stuff, you know. By the way, we were going to do a podcast last <laughs> night. But that didn't quite work out, did it, John? It's, it's probably best we did not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> uh, we'd had to redo it today anyway <laughs> yeah but it's but you know hunting it does bring people together and Absolutely. that's the one thing that i enjoy about it that's all traveling. our bond out here all these guys are that's the bond that would you know that's what ties us all together is we're all friends because of, because of, the, of hunting yeah. yeah and over the years we've all grown close and now our kids are all coming out here doing this and which they're, is awesome. They're as addicted yeah. to it as we are. And you your son-in-law, now, did like your son-in-law, did he hunt before? He, he did, yeah. yeah. Um, his dad's a hunter too, but not... Arch, not archery. Not sure. archery. Oh, He'd yeah. never shot a bow. In and fact, nothing, he bought I mean, Jack's bow. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, the bow he's shooting now, I think he's bought your last two bows, right? Or we yeah. gave him one, yeah. and then he bought this one, so... And, uh, yeah, so, but he's, he's addicted. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> loves it. Yeah, you could tell he yeah. loves it yeah. for sure yeah so anyway that's kind of fun yeah well appreciate you coming out mike and man thank you guys like i said it's it's been an experience and to, you know to meet you and put the the, the voices and the faces together and right everything it's been a great experience and thank you very much for you know having me out here and awesome hunt you know hope to get invited back and you know you're all welcome to come to florida you know and hunt with me down there we can hunt turkeys alligators hogs and have a good time that'd and, be fun you know, yeah um 
yeah, of course you're always welcome. I think you'll always be welcome back as well. I agree with you on the friendship thing. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, maybe you'll get the full experience of the, <laughs> the sitting for hours with flies yeah. all over you. You know, you, you, you missed out on all that. You don't well, know what it's it, all it, about. It'll yeah. have to be a bigger antelope next time. It will right. definitely have to be a bigger antelope. Yeah, yeah, for sure we'll have to, to do that. But uh, just know that if... If the clothes start coming off, I'm probably out of there. Just saying. <laughs> well, we were both sitting in shorts yesterday, so we didn't have to worry about it. We knew it, it was going to be hot, so we were both prepared for it in our nomad shorts, and you know, and right. so that worked out really good. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it didn't get too hot. Fortunately, we weren't in there long no, enough. No, no, and it's like still, it feels pretty cool right now. Yeah, today. yeah a little bit of a breeze. Yeah, it yeah. Good. yeah. yeah it, you know, like John was saying earlier. I mean. Antelope season's always like, come on, you know, I want it dry. Uh, I want the weather to be nice and dry and hot, you know. But once as once we chill done, out, start cooling <laughs> off, yeah. and then you start, yeah, you start thinking about mindset. elk hunting, and, yeah. <laughs> or, or yeah, I'm always thinking about elk hunting. But you start really thinking about, it, I got to get out there and go. So yeah, yeah, we'll get you out here and do some elk hunting. Yeah, no, I want to do that. I, I put in for the tags, and you know, didn't get drawled this year, so I'll put it again next year. See if you can't get you on. Fingers crossed, you know, maybe right. you get drawn. So exactly. That'd be that'd be cool to come out here and bow hunt. Like I said, I've you know, I've hunted a gun, you know, several times and been lucky enough to kill one in Colorado. Yeah, I hear somebody coming. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's coming. Maybe they got one this they might morning. Be done. Yeah. But uh, Jack. Definitely Jack. <laughs> definitely want to, you know, come back and, and bow hunt elk, you know, and and like I said, that turkey hunting and then doing the elk hunt when they're bugling and calling them in oh yeah that's what i want to do yeah uh, yeah 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 you'll it's it's pretty pretty cool for sure and i've done both uh just enough to know how if you like hunting turkeys like you do and mm -hmm. and you know and call it and everything when you get that experience with elk it's i'm an opportunist i'll take whatever i can get <laughs> but there's nothing cooler than having that bull you know Screaming. just yeah. right in your face That's so like fun. or you can all but almost feel it just the intensity of it is yeah so yeah those, well, those days don't come often <laughs> enough really. no they you don't know, they don't yeah but it's a rush yep all right brother well we're gonna get packed up and head on out i know you got it i can go out you got a now? date with an antelope out there yes. yeah it's just nice. starting to warm up so yeah, yeah. <laughs> And cut out the downtime. Right? It worked out pretty well yesterday, getting a late start. So maybe, yeah, maybe we we'll, did. Maybe we'll still. You need be okay. to get out there ten minutes to one until one twenty, right. and you'll be done. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. no doubt. But again, thank you guys, man. I you appreciate bet. it. Thank, uh, you. thank you very much. Great experience. I really appreciate you yes. all out to come out. Well, okay. Thanks for coming. Appreciate you guys watching and like and subscribe and all the good stuff. Yep. We'll see you again. Thanks, guys. <laughs>